Yo, what's up? This is Timmin from Daily Content. Got a special episode for you today. Lincoln is um, at home in Goshen, and I'm not at home in Goshen. But we decided that what we're going to do is both record seven minutes, 30 seconds, post them together, and you'll have daily content. So that's what this is. Um, so really excited to you know talk to you for seven minutes and 30 seconds uninterrupted. Um, just, you know, Lincoln's jokes and stuff are great, but he just gets in there and and uh, you know, sometimes when when I can have a good seven minutes and thirty seconds, you know, I could change the world. And he gets there. You know, I'm just joking. Uh, it's good. I'm, I'm gonna miss his banter, but it's kind of cool way for us to provide content, but also not be there. This will probably not be a normal thing. It'll be a one-off thing. So, anyways, one minute down, six minutes, thirty seconds to go. I guess uh, what I kind of want to talk about is uh, some stuff that happened in Goshen locally. Um, it's on my Twitter recently, so it's on my mind. It's unfortunate that that's how it goes, but that's social media. But um, backstory, uh, a guy who's been on this podcast a couple times, Abe. Um, if you haven't heard him, he's I've, I have numerous podcasts with him. He's been on daily content as well. He decided to um, start a kind of a movement or do a thing in Goshen. So what he wanted to do was paint or chalk uh, Black Lives Matter downtown uh, Goshen, like on the main street. <clears throat> so he was just going to go do this, but then he got some advice and they said, hey, you should just you know go in front of the city council and uh, propose the idea and ask for approval. And so he did, and he went in front of the city council on, I, I believe, Monday and asked for approval. And um, had kind of all these different plans. He's going to do it in a certain amount of time frame. He was going to have uh, one, one person from different groups do each different letter, different artists. Goshen is an artist community. Um, and they would have done it in a quick time frame, would have locked everything down. It would have been a very nice, beautiful mural, which they would have been able to take some drone shots and stuff. And then um, like it rains the next day and it would probably have been gone. That's, that's, that's what I think probably would have happened. Um, so he has been kind of. Uh, advocating for this for a couple weeks and got some press and some publicity and uh, has got a lot of hate from a lot of different people and this was brought to attention. There was a whole news article that was done and it was brought to the attention of a lot of people. There was a poll and hundreds of comments on Facebook and it's pretty nasty to watch some of the comments. Uh, some of the comments I understood and some of them were ridiculous on both sides. Just that's how the nature of the beast is. Uh, Facebook's a great place for community discussion. <laughs> but um, so, yeah, we just, just kind of watched that unfold. And then as the poll came out before the meeting, um, I'm guessing there were hundreds possibly uh, of voters, maybe even more, and primarily in favor of letting the mural happen. So. <clears throat> When it came down to it, there was a lot of people who came up and talked about different views and different ideas. Um, but when it came down to it, the city voted no. They said they were worried that if they allowed Abe to chalk in this way, Black Lives Matter, that it would allow opposing views to do the same. And they were worried and afraid of those opposing views. I don't know who specifically voted for what. Um, 
And so that the notes come out soon, hopefully within the week, which is kind of antiquated. We have the internet. You can just literally record. And I mean, I could just bring my Timmons podcast and then record right away. Like uh, technology is not that hard, but that's what you get with government. They're slow. They do things old way, old school. Um, so be cool if they had a little innovation that way. But um, they said, no, we're not, we're not going to allow you to do this, but you can do a government-sanctioned mural or something that they're going to take out of the city's coffers to do this, and uh, that you know, affirms black lives or whatever. And I'm kind of miffed. Um, I didn't think, I mean, personally, I didn't think Goshen really had a problem with um, not allowing anyone on any religion or, or, or race or even gender um, or, you know, sexual orientation. Goshen's all about all this stuff. They allow a lot of freedom, a lot of freedom. They're very, very pro um, do what you want to do, be you type situation. But what I saw in this meeting was someone who wanted to express their freedom um, in a very civil, organized way and told no here's some money, you can do it this way, but we're afraid of other people's views and doing the same thing. And so I, I thought that Goshen didn't have a problem, but I think what has happened is Abe, uh, in getting denied, not allowing to have Black Lives Matter as a mural, it showed that our, our Goshen's leadership, uh, there is a problem, I think. They're afraid of the ability to have um, opposing views. They're afraid of the ability to have, um, you know, just people have independent thought. And so, I don't know. I'm going to watch who, you know, who actually voted, and I'm going to, you know, advocate that we find leaders who aren't afraid of that stuff. So, yeah. I don't know if you guys really, you know, this isn't daily content, normal daily content, but it's just something that I've been thinking about and. It was kind of on my mind, and so I just wanted to put it out here. And I'm not here to have Lincoln give me good jokes. He would have alleviated the situation. He's probably going to talk about something way nicer and funnier. <laughs> but um, yeah, I just wanted to thank Abe for having the balls to go out there and talk about that stuff, and actually show that Goshen has a little bit of an issue. Uh, I guess I, what what how I feel is uh, they could have let Abe have his freedom in a civil, organized way. But they paid them off to show that, hey, you really don't need this. and You really don't need your freedom. Here's, here's something else. Here's a, a mural or something that will end racism. <laughs> so, I don't know. If, if, if we're going to have opposing views come and do their murals, I'd rather know and put a face to those people because Abe put his face out there and had a lot of different articles about him. And a lot of people now know him as the guy who wants to do Black Lives Matter mural. And if, you know, he got that much attention, if someone wants to do a KKK mural or a Blue Lives Matter mural or any other type of mural, they'll have to go through the same type of scrutiny. And I'd rather be able to see people's faces and put them to that movement, just like people are doing to Abe. And so I feel a little gypped, but okay, well, hopefully uh, I'm done. Seven minutes, 30 seconds up. Hopefully uh, Lincoln has a little something a little bit brighter, but yeah, thanks guys. Hey everybody, we've got a different episode for you tonight. Um, Timon is out doing other things with this evening and we realized that we wouldn't be able to sit down together and record a podcast for you all. So uh, 
I'm talking for seven minutes and 30 seconds, and he's going to talk for seven minutes and 30 seconds. Uh, and we're just going to stick them together, and hopefully it's enjoyable. Um, and if it's not, I guess it'll be terrible. Now, uh, I'm an introvert, and something I've struggled with my whole life is the ability to just sit down and uh, kind of get my thoughts out. I always have to be doing something else. Um, as you can imagine, this was a huge struggle in college when it came to writing papers or um, things like, uh, like oral presentations. And so this evening, in addition to me talking, I decided that I would talk you guys through how to cook a really good steak. Now, there's some preparation that we need to do here with cooking the steak. Uh, first, you need to get a good steak. I guess you could use a subpar steak, that's fine. Um, I've got a friend, you guys all know him, he's Phil the Butcher. Phil hooked me up with a beautiful ribeye. Uh, I am blessed with Phil's steak. I'm also blessed with Phil's friendship. So you're gonna wanna get the steak out. Hopefully it's not frozen. If it is, you wanna let it thaw on its own, not in a microwave. Uh, and then you wanna you know, put a bunch of salt on it, both sides, and then put it on some sort of, uh, like a drying rack over a plate. Or if you don't have like a baking drying rack, you can put a bunch of forks down uh, the idea is that all the water that drips off the steak, you don't want it to sit in that water. So you're going to want to let it sit out at room temperature, uh, you know, for a while. Um, maybe two hours, as long as it takes for you to ride about 40 miles, because that's what I did this evening. Uh, so I'm back, and uh, we're getting ready to cook this steak. Uh, I went ahead and fed my dog because Joe hadn't eaten yet, and I figured, why not feed my dog first? <clears throat> the next step, you want to wipe off all the moisture from the steak on both sides uh, so that it is very dry, and you want to get a cast iron as hot as you can, smoking hot. You don't want to heat up oil in a cast iron pan. Smoking oil isn't very good for the oil. Um, so we're getting ready to throw the steak in here. Hopefully it will get some delicious sizzle noise. Maybe this podcast can be a little ASMR for you. All right, make sure I don't burn myself. Ooh, steak's down. So we're gonna let that sit for about two minutes. Uh, we don't wanna touch it. We wanna let the steak develop a crust. We're gonna hit the top side with a little more salt. Not too much. We're gonna let that sit for two minutes. So I told you all that I had went on a bike ride this evening. During that bike ride, I happened to see a pickup truck. Uh, and on the back of this pickup truck, there was an American flag and there was a Confederate flag. Uh, I always uh, have some kind of reaction when I see something like that. Because to me, those two ideas are pretty inconsistent. One of those flags uh, represents all men being created equal. And one says, yeah, uh, we want to protect a man's right to property, and we're counting slaves as property. So anyhow, I, I joked about uh, maybe I should rip that Confederate flag down and throw it away or, or whatever, and, and I ultimately didn't do that, and, and maybe I should have, but I really would have liked to sit down and have a conversation with whoever that person was who uh, owned that truck, I guess, and 
see why they think that these two opposing sides were consistent. Um, I don't know. Still kind of blown away. And surely this guy wasn't a racist, but like in 2020, I, you know, how can you look at someone and think uh, you are less because uh, your skin is a different color than mine? I don't know. It was just, I was thinking about that kind of my whole ride back. And it's like, why, why are people like this? I don't know. I don't know. Anyhow, uh, we're gonna we're gonna kind of roll back on over to our steak here. Gonna make sure the oil is evenly distributed around uh, the steak. So that's getting oil from all sides. Uh, oil helps uh, obviously the steak to not stick, but also is a conductor of heat, and so it you know lets that. Uh, it's that heat get all up in that steak uh, in an even kind of way. And here I'm running out of things to say because uh, I'm bad at just talking. So I had to cut for a moment. <clears throat> the steak needed some attention uh, and I uh, wanted to concentrate on that, I guess. So anyhow, uh, you want to go ahead and flip your steak and you're at this point in the game, uh, you want to pull out your meat thermometer. Uh, a meat thermometer is a really cool tool to have. Uh, a large part of cooking is not overcooking the thing you're trying to cook. I think we've all had a really dried out chicken breast that you eat it and it kind of just suffocates you a little bit because it gets all stuck in your throat and you have to drink some water or something. So anyhow, I flipped the steak. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and take its temperature. A nice rare steak is about 120 degrees Fahrenheit. Um, and my steak is just about there. I really just wanted to develop a little bit of crust on the other side of the steak. So this part will go pretty quick. Um, so anyhow, we're gonna let that sit for just a few minutes. Uh, and uh, you know what, I'm gonna pull it out. This, I don't want to overcook it. This is a really good steak. I like my steaks a little rare. So we're going to pull that out. And, and this is maybe the most important part of the whole steak uh, cooking process. You need to let that steak rest for like 10 minutes. Uh, it's not going to get cold. It'll be fine. Um, if it's a little undercooked, this 10 minute rest will kind of kind of get it there. Large pieces of meat sort of cook a little bit after you take them off of the heat source. And another benefit of letting the steak rest is that all the juices will get reabsorbed in, uh, back into the, the meat before you cut it. If you cut a steak too soon, all the juice drains out. Um, it's, it's just gone through some stuff. It was in a really hot pan. Uh, you know, basically you don't wanna do that. So we're gonna let the steak rest uh, and I'll enjoy it here in a few minutes. So I'm nearing the end of my time. Thank you for bearing with me, for bearing with Timon. This one's been a little unusual. Hopefully you enjoyed this. See ya.